Hi there, it's Aaron. Thanks again for tuning into the World Dispatch. Hope you had a great weekend. Here are some things to remember for your week. One, you are great. Two, you got out of bed today. Wow. And three, that shirt you picked out is really dope, so forget the haters. Let us know what stories of ours that you like, which ones you hate. Send us a tweet at Outline Dispatch. Hit me up directly at Aaron M. Edwards or email me, Aaron at theoutline.com. If you're a big fan, make it known. Be loud. Give us five stars in your favorite podcast player. Give us a star in Overcast. And Pocket Cast listeners, we see you. All right. Thanks again. And enjoy the show. Uh, develop and introduce America's first all electronic television system. The Outline World Dispatch. I saw Carousel on Broadway late last week, and I was just thinking, do people who listen to the show like musicals? If you do, just let me know. Like, tell me what your favorite one is. I'm really curious. Anyway, it's Monday, March 5th, 2018. I'm Aaron Edwards. Culture. Jeremy, is Monopoly a fun game? Well, Aaron, whether or not you think Monopoly is a fun game has a lot to do with your definition of fun. Monopoly is not an active game, but it is a great excuse for you and your loved ones to sit at a table for several hours trying to dominate one another via the manipulation of simulated capitalism. So it's fun to me, because you really... (laughs) So at the beginning of January, there was a blizzard in New York, and as usually happens when there's a blizzard, my friends in the neighborhood, we got together and we played a game of Monopoly. And during the game, there was a deal that I wanted to complete with another player. I was offering her a piece of land and some Monopoly money for another piece of land that she had that would allow me to acquire uh, my first Monopoly and start building houses and hotels. She wanted a lot more Monopoly money than I was willing to give uh, because it would have just wiped me out. So I had this idea to offer her real money. I said, hey, I'll throw it in 10 bucks, or 15 bucks, whatever, in order to make this deal happen. She agreed immediately. But the other players at the table protested vehemently. From that night, I started thinking to myself, what other rules would we want to incorporate if we were trying to make Monopoly a more realistic game to the concept of, again, simulating uh, the capitalist world that we're all in? So I started coming up with a set of rules. Of course, it started with the rule to allow real money. I added on a rule about incorporating loans in order to procure more money when one is in desperate need of money. I started with a rule for bailouts for when we were all out of money and needed more. I also decided to legalize mergers as well as a failing economy in order to uh, cover situations where we all wanted the game to end. And most crucially, I decided to legalize crime by making an implement in the game in which a player could roll a specific combination of dice in order to rob another player and take half their money or go to jail. Okay, everybody pick, pick an icon. Okay, I, I picked the, the dog. Penguin. Penguin. Yeah. 
And then once I'd come up with a set of tentative rules, I decided to enlist several of my coworkers at the outline to play with me in order to beta test the rules and adjust them as necessary. So it's just like the idea of the money, the idea of the money is just like a throw in. Like a None nice, of us like, want to spend money. Look at Ali's fucking I, yeah, I brought $20 in This sounds incredibly dark. <laughs> like, I feel like Monopoly is already a pretty contentious game when I play it with family or friends. So how did playing this game with these new rules play out with the folks you play them with here? Well, it was a very contentious process. I was saying two things. Uh, If we think of good rules in the context of the flow of the game, we can propose them and adopt them if majority rules. Second of all, play aggressively, no bullshit. Like if someone's offer money, like get in people's fucking faces. Like, yep. I don't want any of us to be friends after tonight. Nope. Oh my God. Okay. I tell you, it's a claim I want to show up to work tomorrow, yeah, like, fresh. ready to fucking kill someone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Are you no longer friends with your coworkers here at the outlet? Well, I did have to come, I did have to come to some pretty severe judgments about some of my coworkers here, which I'm not happy <laughs> about, but ultimately I'm glad that I went through it. So now that I know... Um, I would say, generally speaking, everybody was up for the thought experiment of seeing what the rules uh, could be like. Wow! (laughs) Great job. Oh, what did you think, James? Uh, It was fun. I I felt broken afterwards. (laughs) Why? Why did you feel broken? Um, (laughs) Because, like Jeremy said, like... It made me aware of my own reality of life, even the fact of going last in order of my privileges. I think the order should go in order of privileges. The order of that we of go starting when we play. So that yeah. we need uh, at least like just the way. I to think get there the needs notes. to be rearrange our seats. There needs to be a brief acknowledgement. Yeah, we need okay, to. Wait, so who's the, who's the obviously Eric? Obviously Eric, Eric is the most privileged. privileged. All right, I'm a half white straight male. Yeah, so I'm yeah. Number two, yes. Uh, I am a white woman, but I went to private school like my entire life, so I'm probably three. Oh. I mean, same. Yeah, way. like white. Okay. Yeah. Like, so we should just quickly step outside and compare bank accounts. I went to public school. I went to public school in Florida. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because I'm I'm the, I'm the bisexual. Black with with <laughs> mental health problems. Okay, so, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. What if Eric you yeah. move there and then everybody okay. else? Yeah. So you are closer to the money as a metaphor. Absolutely. <laughs> Basically, one of our coworkers is a straight white man. He was the only straight white man playing, so he was first. Uh, then I'm half Chinese but half white straight man, so I went second. I'm the so first, stressed. The, right first, now. the first white woman who went to a private school went third. Okay. Then the next two white women went. Uh, fourth and fifth, and then the Latino woman went sixth, and then uh, the black bisexual man went last. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, which I, I, which you know, to add a little caveat to this, uh, obviously that can become a bit of a testy process in a room of strangers. If you're in a group of people, you should be able to have a productive and friendly discussion about uh, the privileges attendant to everybody without getting out of control. And it was, I think, a real testament to the emotional vulnerability of everybody at the outline that uh, we had this conversation immediately. So now we're in order. So this is a great metaphor. Like, Caroline got ahead, but then we then, like... immediately... Like, <laughs> then, like, the patriarchy asserted itself, and I was back to square one, and you get to go first. All right. Incredible metaphor. <laughs> this is really great. Oh, yeah. 
this, is, this game is powerful. Okay. Once we decided the order of play based on privilege and knowing the rules by which we were playing the game, we all became incredibly sensitive to the kind of metaphorical uh, energies at play with every single event of the game. But then you get to roll again. You're just visiting, right? Yeah, you're just visiting. Yeah, it was my first roll is this school to prison pipeline. (laughs) So for example, the first play of the game was a white man, the straight white male coworker who started first, and he immediately rolled on a community chest and got a get out of jail free card. And I thought that's interesting. A white man immediately, first thing he does is gets a get out of jail free card. And then me, the half Chinese person, I went second, and I immediately rolled onto Oriental Avenue and purchased that. And oh, then uh, the right. okay. the black bisexual uh, man rolled a full ten and went straight to visit jail, uh, which made everybody Jesus laugh. Christ. Because now now that we're playing with these new rules, we're much more attuned to the symbolism of every single decision. Because <laughs> 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 that's the thing. Because that's the thing about Monopoly. This is what got me started. As I as I was playing, I felt myself projecting the emotional state from the game onto my real feelings in life. Right? I was like. <laughs> Begin to feel fucking insane. I'm like, oh my god, I lost all my money. Oh my god, I lost all my property. Like, I'm in the hole. I tried to like, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> Because it is like it's like capitalism makes me think about my own state and station in life. I'm like, yeah. What would it be like to be you run out of money? You know, you're in debt to everybody. You have no property. Like <laughs> no crying. property and lots of debt. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things in Monopoly that happens uh, as time goes on, there's a couple of teams are in the front because they have a lot of property or a lot of money, and there's a few teams that are behind. And I always thought it would be interesting if these failing teams would be allowed to merger in order to kind of boost their chances of winning together. However, when we started playing, two of the teams uh, decided to merge incredibly early on in the game when neither of them had a monopoly yet. And when I said, hold on a second, this is supposed to be for failing businesses, they got incredibly contentious about it and uh, insisted that it should be allowed. So we got into an argument that lasted Probably close to 30 minutes, I want to say, oh, about wow. whether it should be allowed. We don't have to do this. You never said that. If you really thought this was something, you should have made this clear Eventually, they called in outline founder Joshua Topolsky in order to render his judgment on what should happen. Mergers are legal, but based on the original writing of the rule, it seems to be about failing businesses. So I need would need you guys to prove that you were at the bottom of the okay, rock. I've been to jail twice. Caroline, Caroline was the only failing business. It's no, Caroline is the most money. I can tell you, this, this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. Sorry. You're not going to love it. No one's going to love oh it. Oh my god. Okay. Make a decision. The merger should proceed. We have a group decision about the assets, how the assets are allocated between the two merging parties. And there's a 20% tax that has to be paid to the group at large. So here's the reason we're taxing. And he came up with the elegant solution of making the two teams pool their cash together and taking 20% of that money and dividing it amongst the other players uh, as more kind of a serious hit. I don't need to go, but you've got to pay the piper. Okay, let's at the end of the day, there are no free lunches in this completely reinvented game of Monopoly. One, two. 
Three. And in here. Okay. We have merch. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Josh. Is there paperwork I need to sign? Or no, something? no, you're good. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is they just come out of here. You created anarchy. It's like, yeah. like in, the, in the effort of, or right. in the pursuit of trying to make rules that expanded the game into, into realism, you've introduced realism, which is that it's chaotic. Right. How do you feel when your rules get broken? It was frustrating because as the architect of the new rules, you want to have some control over it. At the same time, you also want to be sensitive to uh, the experimentation of the other players in order to uh, propose what makes sense. Was this fun at all? Or, you know, it sounds like it was very tedious. No, it was very fun. The first time that the rules were implemented successfully was incredibly exciting. It was the first time that money was started to be thrown around as part of a deal uh, went great. The first time a successful robbery happened in the game, uh, the entire room exploded into cheers and euphorias because it involved such a rare dice roll. What did you learn from the experience? I learned that mostly you shouldn't play Monopoly with cheaters. Uh, <laughs> as if you read, if you read the end of, you will find out that the uh, the whole experiment hinged entirely on the malice of some of my coworkers who. I will not name on the air, but uh, they know what they did. And they are named in the article, so I'm not really hiding anything. But, you know, that's a sense of shame that they'll have to deal with for a while. I learned that Monopoly is incredibly open to amendment, and I suppose all board games are really, but because Monopoly has so many tools as part of it, you know, you have the concept of like money and spaces and property, and it was incredibly easy to come up with new rules. I got the good Okay, remember when I was like, it would be great if we finished wrap this up in two to three hours? We already passed the two hour mark, so let's start playing like that. Let's all right. get to it. Yeah, like, okay, let's fucking do it. Ten. So, ten. Yeah, I think it's time to start robbing. Can, can we rob property? Well, I will be robbing Jeremy the next time that I okay. am capable of it. See, is... if, we, if we're talking merges, then we can both like do a crime syndicate. Now, the one coworker who who revealed the deception, uh, he's going to heaven. <laughs> he's going to the good place. That that uh, that puts you out on the positive scale. Everybody else can, you know, just burn in hell. All right. Six. Where's my dog? Oh, God. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oriental Avenue. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Once again, once again. I did this the exact That's same thing. It, it is a benefit to go first because it. you can't land on someone else's property That's and true. thus get taxed. So there actually is an intrinsic benefit. But at, the end, but at the end of the game, you also are the first one to get other people's properties when, like, when you come back around the board. That sounds like some fucking words. Uh, I made a Today you heard from Jeremy Gordon, culture editor here at The Outline. To see video of our team absolutely falling apart and to read instructions on how to play Jeremy's version of Monopoly with your friends, check out the links in the show notes on your podcast player. Our home base is at theoutline.com and we're produced by James T. Green. Remember, we now have a skill on your Amazon Alexa. Open up your Alexa app, go to the skills section, search for The Outline, and add us to that flash briefing. Hope you have a great Monday. Because I knew you, I've been changed for good. I'm Aaron Edwards. Talk to you tomorrow. Because I knew you, 